Welcome to the Fearless Living Now podcast. I'm your host, Patty Lustig, and this podcast is sponsored by the Fearless Living Now community. If you're committed to accessing the courage to live life full out and beyond fear, you are in the right place. Each episode will be focused on an aspect of what it takes to find the courage needed to take action toward the fulfillment of your goals. Welcome, everyone, to this episode of Fearless Living Now. This is Patty Lessig, your host, and I'm very excited today to introduce you to one of my longtime amazing friends. Her name is Nancy Clift. We've probably known each other for 25 years or more. And she's an amazing woman. She, in her past, was a long-term business owner doing qualitative research with focus groups. Recently, in the last three or four years, she had a life transition. Because of different economic situations, the business sort of dried up for her. And she had to make some hard choices. She went through a couple of career iterations that didn't work for her and finally landed a fantastic job in a a rather large healthcare system. And she is working in the new venture studio, incubating new business adventures. And she's just recently gotten a new job, which is a, a great, great, what would you call it? It's a great thing to have happened for her in this new company, and her life is moving in the right direction. So, Nancy, thanks for being here. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. We would love to hear about some of these life transitions that took an enormous amount of courage and creativity on your part and what you accessed in yourself to be able to move forward. Right. Thanks, Patty. Yeah, thank you. So you referred to this, but I had a career for 25 years plus doing a job I absolutely loved. I got to go all over the country interviewing people and working with large corporations to help them understand their customers. Mm. And my job was just really fun and it was flexible. It allowed me to raise my kids and I was the breadwinner in my family. So I was successful. I made a lot of money. I had a great life. I often thought, I am so lucky. You know, it was just great. Yeah, yeah. And then you're right that you said it dried up, but it kind of what the whole industry I was in shifted and people, companies started to hire companies instead of individuals. And I had a point where I could have looked for a job with a company or started a company a bigger company to do the work I was doing, but it didn't appeal to me. And I, mm. I was also at the time going through a divorce and I decided, what do I want for my life next? Cause next is the next chapter, right? Yes. So I decided that I had always wanted to live near my sister and she lived in a small town in Wisconsin, La Crosse, Wisconsin. So I'd been in Minneapolis area for 30 years and I decided to move to a small town. And at that point I thought, this is an opportunity for me to get a job somewhere and start to have a community in this new place. But I stayed for a year and a half in Minneapolis before that, because my son was still in high school. And I found myself 
I got poor during the divorce. Let's put it that way. I ended up giving away a lot of my money. And because the industry I was in was shifting and I was pretty down, I was kind of in survival mode. I lived in a rented house for a year and a half. And I started to look at myself differently, like at my attitude. I was more in survival mode and I did not live yeah. that way before. So when I moved to La Crosse, I didn't know what I was going to do. I didn't know what kind of work I was going to do. And I discovered that in La Crosse, Wisconsin, most jobs pay a lot less than what I was used to seeing around me in the big city. Yeah. And I had purchased a house here and then my dad died. Mm. And then COVID hit. Mm. And then my mom got diagnosed with a terminal illness. And so it was, it was Mm. all really hard. Yeah. I wasn't sure really what to do. I was used to feeling great. And all of a sudden I found myself just like looking at life differently. Like people die. I'm going to lose more people looking ahead. Like just really wasn't in a great space for getting myself a new job. But my personal belief is that we create our future. Nobody else does it. And I wasn't willing to live like accidentally by default, ending up in a life I sure didn't want. Yes. I knew I could always move somewhere if I didn't like it here. I knew I could always, I knew I had skills I could use to find a job, but I wasn't sure really how to go about finding one. And especially during COVID, it was so hard. So I did decide to, I had gone to a job fair right before COVID hit and it was presented by a financial advisory company Mm -hmm. and they were looking for people. And I thought, Hey, I think I could do that. So I went through um, a whole bunch of training because I had to get all kinds of licenses. So I did. I got all those licenses. I got COVID right in the middle of it and I was pretty sick. And then I went and I started to do that job and I discovered the questions I should have asked. Like it had been a really long time since I'd worked at a company, you know? Yeah. And it turns out that this was a sales job. I mean, I I passed all those exams about financial things and I understood a lot and I could help my family members with their finances, but I did not want to go out and cold call. And especially in my fifties with all the people in my network is who I was supposed to be reaching out to saying, Hey, (laughs) I'm brand new to this. Will you give me your retirement funds to play with? (laughs) I felt like, gosh, I wouldn't want me to take a, you know, a lot of people start that job at the beginning of their career and their friends don't have any money yet. So they're not afraid to turn their their funds over. So I just, I really didn't feel confident about doing that. And I couldn't fake it. I felt like it was inauthentic. I didn't do well. I made about a 10th of what I used to make. Wow. Yeah. It just wasn't a good fit for you. No, it wasn't. It wasn't a good fit, but I learned a ton. So Mm. this is what I do. Like I always go back to, well, what did I get out of that? Like, I don't feel like it was a mistake, Yeah. but yeah, I did, you know, create some debt that way. (laughs) So now here I am. And so the last summer of that job, 
I only worked there for a year that in the summer, I was already looking for what could I do next. And a LinkedIn, I had set a, when I moved to lacrosse two years earlier, I had set a notice on LinkedIn looking for qualitative research in healthcare because I really wanted to move into healthcare. Oh. And it popped up in August of 2021. This job popped up that I thought, oh my gosh, this is the job that I really want. So one thing I want to point out that's pretty amazing is I think who would think something they posted a year or so earlier somebody's going to see that and look for them. Like often we think, oh, this won't really make a difference. Nobody's going to read this. I know I do that. And you just never know. And so it kind of points to figure out what you want and put it out there. Yes. And then let the universe take care of it. Totally true. I have a friend who's going through something like that right now where if she'd put her... She didn't put her name on a list three years ago because they said it might be two or three years. And so she didn't put her name on it. And now it's been three years and she's still in the situation where she needs it. Mm. And three years comes faster than we think it will. Yeah, yeah, it really does. Yeah. Yes, you're right. That's really good. And then that I paid attention, that I was watching my email and that I, re- because I think some of it, Patty, is because I had thought about what do I really want? Yes, yes. I had said what I really want is I want to do what I'm really good at, but in healthcare so I can make more of a difference. Mm. In my past work, I helped I helped them create Gogurt. You know, there was no Gogurt once. Yes. <laughs> I did all the research with them to develop that. And, you know, things like that. Yeah. It, was fun. it was really fun, but it wasn't, it didn't feel meaningful to me. So I thought, mm. well, now is my chance. Turns out a lot of people at this stage of life do that. (laughs) What can I do of meaning? Yes, yes. And so, yeah, I saw that and I started applying for it. And when I had my first interview, I was like, this is my dream job. And you guys are, there aren't very many people who are going to be good at this in this town. Like it was Mm. like my job description, right? It was like me. And it took me a while to actually get the job because it turns out there there were other people who were really yeah. good. And it came down to between me and someone else. And then um, anyway, I ended up getting hired into this group and it was so exciting. I had taken another job because it was taking so long. I had taken another job. And when this finally did come through for me, I quit that other job after only three months, which felt really weird to me, but this was my dream job. Yes. Yes. The other job was virtual, which wasn't my ideal. Yes. How am I going to make friends in, in this community? Right. We're coming out of the pandemic and I wanted to meet people. Yes. But I took the job and then it turns out the exact role I had was fun but it wasn't using me. I felt every day like I have so much more to offer than this. And I talked to my boss. Every time I went into my boss to talk about... So one of the things that has really helped me a lot is having a boss who really sees his employees as gifts that have something to offer. And he's always looking for what do they have to offer. And he saw so much in me that... Every time I I went in and I was thinking, I might tell him, I don't feel like I'm being used 
he would start out by saying, you know, we need to use you more. Like he was always <laughs> on that page. Yeah. yeah. So that really made a difference. And I kept, okay, so I'm trying to think of how did I do this? Because I think it was, I kept restoring my vision of myself as a leader. I kept thinking yes. about what yes. strengths. Yes. I had great support from a coaching group with you and <laughs> a fearless you. living group, which is, that was so helpful because every week, even if I was having a tough week at work or a tough week at, because I still have my two young adults living with me, having a tough week at home, I'd come back and be restored. I'm seen as a leader among my friends, mm-hmm. among the people in my life. And I kept seeing myself as a leader. So when I went in to talk to my boss, I talked with him as like his colleague who could see that there were things that would help this we're building a new venture inside of Gunderson Health. It's a new venture incubator, but we are also a new venture because yes. we're just starting. So I could see, oh, we need to really think about this or we really need to um, make sure up here where there's kind of a, a thing happening. And I just saw myself as part of making it happen. And recently they moved me into a job that I had wanted and was super excited about because it's really just going to use me. It's going to use my strengths and my gifts in a way that will be fun for me to go to work. And so it's more of a leadership role. And I am just excited. I get to do fun things. I get to talk to people and listen to people and do all the things that I really love in a job and use a lot of the knowledge and experience I have to make a difference. Yes. There's two main things I've heard in your story. One is continuing to vision for exactly what you want and more clear that you've gotten on exactly what you want. The universe has been able to match you up to that. And the second thing is getting the support you need because none of us can keep our vision alive very strongly. I'm not saying nobody can keep their vision alive, but it's harder to keep your vision alive, especially if it's a big vision. You know, if you have a vision of brushing your teeth in the morning, (laughs) it's like you're probably going to do that. But when we have big visions that are outside our comfort zone or outside of what we can literally see happening, but it's what we want to have happen, that can be hard to keep that alive day after day without some kind of community or coach or coaching group to really keep that alive for you. And over the last year and a half, since you were in the, have been in the fearless living group, that's what we have supported you with. Cause someone outside, it's easy for me to see your vision and support you when you can't keep it alive or keep thinking that way about yourself. And then when I say that to you or someone else, you get back into that possibility for the week. And then you come back the next week. And I've seen this over and over with people in my groups. I think that's why some of them have been around for four or five years. And they're probably not going anywhere. (laughs) Yeah. So in your case, it's like vision and you've got the talent and you're aware of your talent. You're willing to really stand in your talent and then you put yourself in a support situation that could help you move 
forward. And I can also see where in every area of life, in this case, we're talking about work and business jobs, but the same thing applies, you know, if you want a relationship, create an exact vision of what you're looking for, and then take some action. Any area, this could be applied to. So for those of you listening, wherever you're at, just map on whatever you want. It doesn't have to be related to what Nancy's talking about. You can apply these principles in any area. So I'd like to thank you so much, Nancy, for coming on and telling us your story. Very inspiring. And for everybody listening, thank you again for listening. Remember to go to my website, www.fearlesslivingnow.com. There's many resources there for you. You can find out about the Fearless Living groups if you feel like you need some kind of coaching and community. We're doing also a retreat this year. If you're listening to this later, this isn't the case, but in 2023, we're doing a retreat on Memorial Day weekend. And you can look that up at fearlesslivingnowretreat.com. Pretty simple. We'd love to have you. You can contact me at 612-363-7605 or patty at fearlesslivingnow.com. And I'll talk to you soon. Good day for now, my friends. Thanks for listening. Remember to visit fearlesslivingnow.com, join the Fearless Living Now Facebook group, and subscribe to the weekly podcast. This will give you more encouragement and inspiration. Feel free to reach out to me at patty at fearlesslivingnow.com or 612-363-7605 if you need anything.